You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. Good, sit down, bud. Sit down. All right, what's your name? James. How old are you, James? Seven and a half. Do you remember how old you were when the pandemic started? Um, I think six or seven. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what your last day of school was like before they shut the schools down? forget you don't really remember what did you feel like when the pandemic started how did it make you feel um it felt like i was like just at home like doing homework and stuff and i wouldn't be able to like see my friends in person or stuff and like go on my on my um stuff for inside recess was it hard going from being inside of school to being on Zoom all the time? Mm-hmm. How did that make you feel? Um, sad. Yeah, because you couldn't see your friends? Yeah. Did you enjoy all the time you got to spend with mommy being home? Yeah. What um, is, oh, what's that? But now I get to see my new friends in school. Well, yeah, we'll get there. We'll get to that point. What, um... What kind of things did you do with mommy last all last year? Um, well, we basically like played with games and mm-hmm. we we draw together. Yeah. Mommy did a lot of fun activities with you, right? Mm-hmm. Remember that time we did face paints and I painted mommy's face like the Ultimate Warrior, mm-hmm. and I painted my link's thing. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. Do you remember what you painted your face like? Boba Fett? Yes, that's right. You were Boba Fett. And your sister was, of course, a princess. And, and Danny was a... Sca- Danny was... I mean, Sophie was a scary mermaid. Yeah, that's right. Do you remember what Danny was? I can't remember. Was he like a... He was a fish or something, right? Or he had like a like a, like a a monocle in his eye. Do you remember? I think he was the Monopoly guy. I can't remember. I'll find the pictures. He was Mr. Penguin. That's it. From Batman. That's right. And ba- I... From the Lego and, Batman movie. Right. And... My bubble foot, my bubble foot face painting was kind, of, almost kind of like Maul's. Yeah, it looked a lot like Darth Maul because Daddy is the shits at at making Boba Fett and yes. Darth Maul. Does the coronavirus scare you? Mm-hmm. Why does it scare you? Well, there's two reasons. The first one is because I'm scared to get my vaccine shots, and the second reason is because. I'm scared that that I just love not just not wearing masks all the time and just playing outside and I could just not have my mask on. So you're scared about not wearing a mask anymore? Mm-hmm. Why are you afraid of that? Because I don't get to do as much with the mask and we just like rock around places. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can't sit in any restaurants. We can't go to Pamela's and sit down. We can't can't do much of anything, right? Yeah. It sucks. Doesn't it suck? Yeah. Are you... Well, you don't have to be afraid of the vaccine. I know needles. Needles can suck, but Dr. Fauci says it's okay to get the vaccine. So you don't have to be afraid of it. Or you're not afraid of the actual vaccine. You're just afraid of the shot, right? Yeah. Did you learn anything new during the mm-hmm. pandemic when you were home? No, you're not sure. I know it's been a it's been a crazy year, bud. It really has. It's been a lot. I know for mommy too. Mommy has really, really struggled all year. Mommy's really had a hard time. 
but you know what? Look, the good news is, is that mommy and I have our first shots and I know you're, you're back in school now, right? Mm-hmm. Are you excited to be back in school with your new friends here mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh? What's one thing you're going to remember about last year, about being in, 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 in quarantine and the pandemic? What's one thing you're going to remember the most? Um, that, I should, that, I, that I should always stay safe. It's a good thing to remember, buddy. It's a good thing to think about. Looking out for other people, right? Wearing your mask, washing your hands. What kind of songs do you sing when you wash your hands at school? Do you sing any songs? No? I sing Happy I sing Happy Birthday twice. Oh, my God. I, I got to do something, man. I don't know how long to freaking wash my hands for. I literally don't sing any songs because uh, everybody's in the ba- men's bathroom is going to be like, um, what are you doing? <laughs> no, if you sing them in your head, you got to sing them in your head, you think, bat? <laughs> Well, I know we're all excited to see Uncle Greg and Mr. Jeff and Dr. Ruth again, right? And Uncle Sam. We'll get to see everybody again soon once we get our vaccines. Once everybody's safe, we'll get to see everybody, okay? Are you scared still of the, of the coronavirus? Besides the the vaccine and not wearing masks anymore? Mm. Are you afraid of it? Yeah. Hopefully it'll be over soon. I love you, buddy. I love you, too. Okay, so I'm gonna do this on my car ride home. Check, check, one, two. What is up? So my COVID year in review. Can you believe that we are at the basically one year anniversary of one of the worst things to happen to us as a society of a pandemic just fucking tearing its way through and murdering shitload of people but yeah uh, my COVID year in review god uh, I think the saddest thing is that I'm starting to get to that point where I can't actually remember all of like the full things in life you know in the before times of COVID like yeah I joke about that like I, I miss being able to like go to conventions and dress up and do cosplay and all that other crap but a year of living with this I don't know. I feel like at this point, it's just all become so normalized for me. Um, It's hard to really reflect. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm also trying to distance myself from it because I don't want to get back into that headspace of especially early on. Like, yeah, I miss my family. I miss my friends. miss seeing them. Zoom isn't quite the same miss actually being able to hang out with people that was really great but you know hopefully we will be able to get back to that sooner rather than later Uh, I have found that in this year of COVID exactly how much that my boss does not give a shit about the well-being of myself and my co-workers. Uh, she cares way more about her own well-being. Again, just being able to send me off into the office, which especially now is much safer than it used to be with work. Um, it's also become much more exhausting because of 
dealing with my work and having to move things to a virtual format, it is much more intensive. And I think that it's improved the quality of the product for my work. But is it necessarily worth the effort and aggravation? That's a question that always comes back and forth. I would have to say that my personal relationship with my wife is doing quite well. I know that there are a lot of people that were and do and continue to struggle, especially during a period where you're spending so much time in lockdown with another individual and it's Jane is the only person that I really see in every day. Um, I love my wife. I enjoy the time that I spend with her. And I can understand that it can be a bit much and not being able to have that separation of go out and, you know, see, you know, just your friends. Or go out to a bar without your significant other around. Those things, I'm sure that she misses, but, you know, I don't. (laughs) I don't miss uh, uh, going out to bars or anything like that. Uh, That's what drinking at home is for. Crack open a nice can of hams. Enjoy your evening, man. Hams, the unofficial sponsor of Foundation Radio. But, yeah, I have to say that I mostly miss people. I'm kind of an introvert anyway, so that's very telling. Uh, It has been a dope time for streaming, I'll tell you that much, with all the content coming directly to me. Things like WandaVision and Mandalorian and HBO making that move of taking all their movies and just releasing it on HBO Max and stuff like that. In terms of entertainment, I am not bored. Uh, I'm a big movie and TV watcher love me some good streaming content and the fact that I am the cup runneth over if you will for my entertainment consumption and I love it I hope that in post pandemic this is kind of a thing that sticks although I will also say I do miss going to the movie theater Uh, I miss the, the hullabaloo and the excitement of sitting with Adam you know for the next Star Wars movie and getting really excited for that or going to go see the Marvel movies I don't do the midnight releases anymore I just also miss sitting in a theater in a dark theater with a giant fucking screen and watching movies I do hope that the movie industry bounces back with at least the theaters in terms of content they're doing fine they're, they're going to keep churning out some great shit But overall, I would say that I just try to keep the reality of the situation in terms of, like, me processing it on an emotional level completely in the back of my head. Uh, Similar to, you know, the, the pandemic, I guess, update is that I no longer am smoking. Uh, That was not super early on in the pandemic, but maybe, like, a couple months out. Uh, after pandemic started and we were in quarantine. So I'm not smoking anymore. But I also find myself wanting to have a cigarette if I'm thinking about it. 
So I just kind of try my best not to think about it and keep myself distracted. I feel like this pandemic has been the exact same thing uh, in terms of, you know, emotional not falling apart and diving myself into a deep depression about it but I just try to keep myself distracted whether it is work whether it is television or movies or books or video games or board games whatever it might be trying to keep my brain occupied has really been my saving grace for this and use however much of this that you want Adam I will also say that it has been a very tough pandemic at moments. Um, I've lost friends, uh, family members, uh, you know, due to the pandemic. It was also very unfortunate that uh, we lost one of our our cats uh, around my birthday this past pandemic year. It really fucking blew, and it's still hard. To, to deal with that kind of stuff. It sucks when you, especially when I was spending so much time in the house and getting to see two cats all the time. And now we're down to the one. And, you know, it just, it sucks. But, yeah. Um, it was, 2020 was a garbage year. This pandemic has really taken its toll. And I'm just hopeful that we're going to see some sort of end in sight. It's it's fucking Thunderdome out there to get a goddamn vaccine. I'll tell you that much, man. Like, I feel like everybody around me that I know has been able to get it. I know that's actually not the case. Um, that there are still lots of people who need to get the vaccine. I cannot wait till that opportunity arrives for myself. Both to kind of keep my own self at at ease a little bit more. I guess the main focus that I'm trying to do with the vaccine is to get it so I can get to some sort of sense of normalcy. Not that I'm going to be hanging out without a mask on because I got vaccinated and everything, but uh, my mom, who is at risk for health issues... I would feel more comfortable knowing that we're both vaccinated and then being able to hang out in some sort of capacity with my family. As much as they drive me up a fucking wall, I do love them. I don't always like them, but I love them. Yeah, other than that, I could probably do another year of this if I had to. I don't want another year of this. But I could do it. I hope I don't have to. (laughs) Anyway, I don't want this to get too long. This has just been some of my reflections of the one year of living with COVID. Hopefully it is not too much longer. Hopefully we will see an end in sight. I am much more hopeful with the way things have progressed under this new administration that it is being taken very seriously, which I did not feel was the case under the last administration for our government. So, again, hopeful for that. And uh, is it weird that it's gotten to a point where now I'm shopping for, like, oh, these these certain types of masks. Oh, no, these are the good masks. Like, 
I never thought I would fucking say that or think that in my entire life. That I would go out looking specifically for a type of mask. Because now, you know, now with the, the virus kind of evolving, you've got to be doing the double masking. I do the uh, the double mask now. I got that little disposable and the uh, cloth mask on most of the time. Or just two of the disposable ones. But with the disposable ones, there's like the really fucking shitty ones. And then like good shit. And I get super excited when I'm able to get a box of the good shit. And Jane will will not wear the not good shit ones. And it's, again, because we're glasses wearers, so they really help with preventing fog-up issues. But, you know, I miss you guys. I'll say that much. I miss Sam. I miss Joe's rambling. I miss Greg's beautiful face. I miss Adam. Especially since he moved out to Schittsburg, Ohio. I, you know, I don't miss Ruth that much. I work with her, so I see her all the time. At least virtually or talk to her. But if I didn't, I would miss her. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just miss you guys. I'm really hoping that when we're at the other end of this, we can all sit down, have a nice ha- cold hams, and actually do the fucking breakfast meet-off showdown extravaganza. That would be great. Listen... Take care, everybody. Be safe. Continue to wear your mask. And hopefully we won't have a two-year update of this fucking shit. Peace out. This is Dr. Ruth reporting in one year on. Hopefully, Adam, you can edit this onto the other thing I sent you because I realized I did not follow your instructions to introduce myself. (laughs) My bad. All right, so Saturday, February 27th, 2021, almost one year in, and I remember from last year when we did this, I was the first person to get locked down in the whole recording group at Foundation Radio because I lived in a different county. And uh, my county locked down first. That was March 13th, I'm pretty sure, or March 12th. 2020. So nearly a year. And I I feel like, unfortunately, I don't have anything particularly profound or reflective to say other than uh, here, we'll start a new thought. Um, If you live alone, and you've made it through the past year, Congratulations, because I did not anticipate how difficult this was going to be as a single person. Uh, Trying to date during all this is an entirely different conversation, but just living alone is, um, and I'm an introvert. I'm an introverted person who prior to this year was, I was not in a I hope not in a bad way, but, you know, I was more the kind of person who might look for an excuse to get out of things or not be terribly social, or if I am being social, I reach a limit and then I have to go home. Particularly, you know, if I've already also had a long day at work and interacted with a lot of people, and I have felt so off kilter, especially in the last six months and sort of the, as this has gone on and on, and become a person who is sort of searching for excuses and reasons to have any kind of social interaction 
especially social interaction that isn't done over video. Because, you know, being a, living by yourself, you do a lot of that. And I do a lot of it for work, too. But, you know, meeting up with someone in a park where you're both masked and can even just have any kind of distanced social interaction with something... I, I mean, the fact that I have come out of this craving that in a way I never expected to, it just didn't seem to fit my personality. You know, I think we, we all sort of have ideas about who we are and how we want to interact with the world. And, you know, there's going to be a lot of things to unpack coming out of this year in terms of what kind of lingering effects that's going to have in everyone's psyche. But I know that for me, at least as an introverted person, uh, my concept of myself in that sense has has been challenged uh, because it turns out I do not want to be stuck at home alone by myself forever. I, I feel a little bit like that guy in the episode of The Twilight Zone who, uh, it's the episode where he wishes everyone else would be gone so that he could read alone in peace at the library and then the, the Twilight Zone twist, spoilers, at the end is that his glasses fall and shatter and there's no one to repair them. So he can't even read his books and he's stuck alone and the end of the episode plays No Man is an Island. Um, I'm like, I feel like I'm like that guy. Like it was a be careful what you wish for kind of situation. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, other than that, I don't know what I can say that isn't... And we all, we've all experienced this, right? I'm, no one's saying anything new. I'm sure I'm not saying anything new to anyone who has lived alone uh this year but if we're if we're if i'm looking back and pondering on anything that surprised me it was definitely that and you know and i i said about challenging your sense of self i think there are some other things that we might all have to grapple with coming out of this i mean i know how i have nightmares where i've forgotten my mask or someone around me doesn't have one and is sort of accosting me. That's a, that's a new recurring dream. Um, and, you know, it, in contrast to what I said before, and it's going to, you know, I think everyone sort of sounds like a crazy person now, I also feel like I'm becoming a little agoraphobic and that even though I crave and want human interaction and I'm trying to find excuses to leave my home and meet up with people outside as safely as possible, I'm also terrified of doing it. And I don't want to leave my home for anything other than a, a well in advance scheduled and necessary trip. I mean, my grocery store trips are always huge ones now that are scheduled as far apart as I can make them. No one just pops down to the store anymore, right? And I wonder if even on the other side of this, when everyone's vaccinated and feeling more comfortable, I'll still just be in the habit of not doing that and not leaving my home unless I feel like there is a necessary pre-scheduled reason to do it which is uh surely going to be a fascinating experience to try and sort of decouple myself from uh yeah what else what else could adam splice in here that i've learned this year gotten very very good at uh Learned a new skill set this year. Learned how to be very good at video calls and remote teaching, which was a learning curve. Uh, but that's something that can be on my resume now. I feel a lot of empathy for students who've had to 
go through this year and be expected to learn remotely. It is difficult to teach remotely. I can't imagine what it's like to be on the other end of it. Uh, particularly, you know, with college students, the, if it's your first semester of college, to have this be your first experience must be a unique challenge. Although, I don't know, maybe you don't know anything different. So it's just uh, seems just as wrong-footed as we all did entering our first year of that kind of educational experience. Um, I don't know, I'm trying to find weird upsides to having lived through the past year. One is all the new skill sets from from a technological standpoint. I just feel much more savvy about a lot of this uh, online platforming and and virtual everything. Um, Can navigate all that a lot better now. That's kind of it. (laughs) If we're thinking of positives, that's kind of the only one. I miss everybody. I miss my friends. I miss my family. I miss being able to travel and take weird weekend trips, uh, like up to New York. I used to go, I used to so often just go up to New York on a Sunday because, you know, there's no, there's free parking in Manhattan on Sundays and you can go and pick up a show, not have to pay for parking and then drive back. You know, if you don't mind driving a lot in one day, it's a really easy trip from our area, from Philly and haven't done that in over a year at this point I miss the friend I've been able to do that with although again bright side that friend and I have now figured out how to simultaneously watch uh tv shows on our computers with each other and so we have a weekly appointment to do that I haven't lost you know my touch with that friend but it's just so different and it's you know for as much as we've been able to connect digitally and it's amazing we've been able to do that it's it's not the same as seeing people in person I miss spontaneous trips. I miss spontaneity, actually, just in general. Well, the worst part of not being able to be spontaneous is it feels like you can't be reactive even as everything is falling apart around us. You know, to a certain extent, I think the pandemic is a symptom of the collapsing infrastructure and failure of government around us but you know to be living through those things simultaneously is not ideal i hope this isn't too long for me to upload adam asked me to record something about COVID a year later but i decided not to i don't have anything new to say it's still COVID. we're all older i'm older my kid's older you're older and here we are wear a mask get vaccinated well hello long time no talk to this is greg i think i'm not sure anymore um not real much that i wanted to talk about you know you know i guess i've been doing okay trying to keep myself busy Trying to get involved in a lot of different hobbies. Do a little bit of woodworking now. Built my own computer. Spent a lot of money on that. Hopefully I can do something with that. Been trying to just focus on good stuff. My sister had a baby, so that's cool. Her nickname is Pine Needle. Because my nephew Arden, uh, they asked him what her name should be. And they were serious about it at first. And then he said Pine Needle. And they said, oh, okay. Uh, So her name is Iris. Uh, she was born 
oh geez, I already forget her birthday. I don't know, twenty fourth, something like that. She's cute. She's got a full head of hair that'll fall out, but whatever. Um, she's already got you know eyes open, moving around, you know, making noises, you know, normal baby stuff. I would like to go visit them, but it's a plane ride away, and I'm still not okay with that. I know a lot of people who are like. Oh, let's just, you know, get on a plane and make you wear the mask the whole time. It's fine. Well, I mean, I don't really need to go, though. That's the thing. Like, if I needed to go out there, that would be one thing. But it would be more like a pleasure cruise bullshit. So, yeah, no. All right. So now for the uh, heavier stuff, I suppose. So, it's kind of hard for me to stay in contact with people just because the way I am. Um, you know, I'll, I'll read a text from somebody, just don't respond. It's not because I don't want to talk to them, it's just because I, I feel like I have nothing to say. Like, I understand that they're texting me. They want to talk to me. But I still have, uh, I guess, feelings of inadequacy, something I don't know how to really describe it, but I guess that's a pretty good way to say it. Um, you know, I, I, fi- I, I'll find the motivation to respond, and then when I go to do it, it's just gone for some reason. Like, I, I, I guess I could say I, I feel like even though it's a conversation between two people, including myself, what I have to say doesn't really matter. That's why I try not to say much. I mean, I guess I could say I tend to value other people's opinion more than my own. But I mean, that's just a nice way of saying that I, I don't see any value in what I have to say or add to the conversation or anything, really. And, uh, you know, sitting around with with nothing really to do except for my thoughts it doesn't, it doesn't help. Um, you know, being trapped inside all the time. I haven't really gone for a hike. I, I mean, I actually have not gone for a hike in like a year. But be, being out in the world and like seeing how some people interact with others and they're hearing their opinions and just seeing the normal person walking down the street just like not wearing a fucking mask and it's like dude my god like obviously like obviously you wear a red hat like it's a hundred percent clear to everybody you on the weekends wear a red hat and like if i'm such a beta fucking male why are my lungs stronger than yours and i can breathe through a fucking mask if i'm such a little pussy bitch Why is it one little layer of cloth or coated paper doesn't stop me from breathing just fine? You gotta come up with some idiotic excuse to not put a fucking mask on ten months into a pandemic. And at this point a year. I'm ranting from December. Edit this as much as you want, Adam. I don't I don't care. Well, I mean like I care, but I don't I won't be insulted. There we go. Those are words. Not blaming anybody because you know life happens and you got to do things that are best for you in the situation. 
That's fine. It's okay. Still, still hard. But having your best friend move six hours away, even though you're in the middle of a pandemic and you only saw them twice in a eight or ten month time frame. I mean, yeah, but it's like that possibility of seeing them kind of, I guess, helps. And uh, I, I'd make, I would make the drive out there, but. Yeah. Again, that goes back to actually, you know, talking to people. It's just rough. And I don't feel like I have much going for me and at this point. Like, I want a career change. Just, I'm fine with selling out. I don't care anymore. My job does not have to be fulfilling. I'm just going to try to do the best for myself, I guess. And, uh, yeah. Also, Adam, uh, when you're done cutting my shit up, it would be good to splice in a uh, now's a good time to talk about uh, uh, mental health awareness. Some some nonsense like that. Uh, you could even leave this in. Talk about how mental health, guys. Uh, it helps. I haven't really, and I'm not in a good state. So there's proof for you. I'm living proof. Proof negative. That's what I am. Ha ha ha. Ha. Just trying to get things together for when all of this shit, it's not going to be over, gets better. I don't know. Um, more fulfilling life, I suppose. Kind of a downer. Woo! You should all be on TikTok. It's annoying and stupid and wastes a lot of your time, but makes you happy throughout the day. And watch Hank Green. He's funny. I like him. Okay. Uh, I'm going to be done now. That's all I got from me. Take it away, Adam. Okay, check, 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 check. All right, there it is. All right, let me arrange this. It sits. An entire year later. One full year since this started. Today is March 12th, 2021. Tomorrow will mark an entire year since the lockdown began. And it's hard to wrap my mind around this whole thing still. It's hard to imagine how far things have come since that point. It's hard to sort of like quantify it, I guess is a better word. It's strange because I feel like I've missed an entire year of my life. An entirely year of my life has been modified and asterisked by a situation that seemed like no one wanted to control. And it's hard to understand how, just how many people died from this. Just in this country alone. Last night, President Biden used 527,000 people. Over 527,000 Americans have died as of the speech he gave last night. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. I remember when this first started and the kids were home and 
kept telling us it was only gonna be two weeks and we get through it we just gotta hunker down and deal with it and I'm like, all right two weeks two weeks we could do this we could do this i'm an introvert i'm a latchkey kid i spent all my time in the basement i can do this i can i can spend two weeks i'd go fucking three weeks without seeing anybody in the summers when i was a teenager and yet here we are a year later still social distancing and still wearing our masks and still quarantining when we need to. It's, um, it's been weird modifying my work schedule as well. You know, working in an office with folks as we wear our masks and six foot distance and it's unusual, I think is the biggest thing for me. It's very unusual. I miss going to do things. I miss walking around and smelling fresh air in public. I miss going places. I miss not feeling guilty about going places. Maybe that's what it is. Sometimes Courtney and I will just get in a car and drive. And we'll take the kids and we'll go drive somewhere. I mean, we're in Pittsburgh now. So a couple weeks ago, we just drove into West Virginia. Just for the hell of it. We just got a car and drove. And it was it was fun. It's been, um, that's what I think I miss. It's just going to do things. Concerts and, you know, the last event that I did, last public event we did, my brothers and I took James and Danny to a a WWE event in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Drew McIntyre was on his road to WrestleMania to fight Brock Lesnar for the title. I remember sitting there thinking like, Having that thought in the back of my head that like something possibly could happen with this virus, but trying to not be too concerned about it. And then a week later, less than a week later, really, we were, we were down, we were closed. It's brought me closer to my family, I think, too. The five of us have been forced to be with each other every day for a year. allowed me a lot of opportunity to spend time with my my wife and my kids time that I don't think I would get otherwise so if there's a a small if there's a positive in this entire awful situation I would say that that was that was it but the fatigue is starting to sit in for me a little bit too I'm starting to feel apathy towards this situation I'm starting to feel frustrated you know, President Biden just signed into law the the next COVID-19 bill. He signed it in yesterday. And hopefully that will help a lot of people that need it. We're still in this. And I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot on everyone. And it's a lot on everybody's mental strengths and mental abilities and, 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 and emotions. I mean, it's just, it's just a lot. It's a lot to process all the time and bombarded with the news and everything that happened last year. I mean, last year was just such a wild fucking year. There was just so much that happened. It's hard to really pinpoint one thing out of last year that was, you know, bigger than the next it was just it's just so much so much happened and 
I just want to be done with this. I want to be done with this pandemic. I want to be done with this entire fucking thing. I want it to be over already. I feel like it could have been over already, but because so many people dropped the ball and so many fucking people did so many things that didn't help anything. I miss my friends. I had no idea that when we recorded The Fandom Menace that that would be the last time I would see everybody in person. I have not seen anyone in person since that time. Been close to them, rather, for more than five minutes. Tops. And I think that's what scares me, too, about the kids is, like, they've missed an entire year of that social interaction. They've lost that ability to... to, to have those processes that you learn as a kid. You know, will the boys have to repeat their school years this year? I don't know. I mean, they've only really been in school since January. They've been back full time since maybe late January. They got pulled out that week in March and never went back. They went virtual. James finished first grade virtually. All Danny wanted to do last year before we moved was ride the bus with his brother, and he didn't get to do that. I just sit here and progressively get more frustrated as I talk about it. I wasn't even really sure how much I was going to have to say about this, but sometimes I just start talking and it, it flows. But I got my COVID vaccination last weekend. Courtney and I got ours at the one of the places out here in Mount Lebanon. Spartan Pharmacy is the name of the place. They had a clinic. And I've had email alerts set on my phone for weeks to try to find a place. And I got an email alert that they had shots. And uh, we went. And I got back in the car and I started to cry because I was just... I guess Courtney did the same thing too. I mean, we were both emotional. It was just, it was, felt like the beginning of the end for us. The beginning of the return to normalcy, the beginning of the return to getting back to normal. But it's also heavy because there are so many people who still cannot go back to normal because they don't have access to the vaccine yet and they don't have access to the things that they need and they don't have the relief money yet. And then all those people that will never return to normal because they've lost husbands and wives and parents and grandparents and and people in their lives. They'll never get to go back to normal because of this virus. I just feels like I didn't have to be this way feels like it didn't have to be like this. I wonder also too a lot of times like what we're going to learn from this. What the country will learn from this, if anything. I, I just don't know. I, I don't know for sure. I don't know if we will. I'm cautiously optimistic that we will, but I, I just, I don't know. It's based on recent trends. I'm not holding my breath, but 
This this kind of shit just can't happen again. If something like this happens, it's just the response just can't be this fucking bad. <laughs> like it just can't be this fucking bad. I've been taking so many pictures recently too with my my Canon AE one. Really dive back into my film and started writing again and just got really creative recently, you know, just got really creative over the past year and things are starting to finally open up for me and I'm, I'm excited to explore that. But yeah, I mean, it's just rough. This sucks. Well, finish my pre-workout here and head into the Anytime Fitness and with my mask on and do my part. Wear your masks, please. Wash your hands. Stay six feet back. Just, just be a good person, for Christ's sakes. It's not that hard. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe I'm just so frustrated because people just can't be good people. People just are so selfish and so up their own ass about everything. And they have to just show that they have rights because they don't need to wear a mask. And they don't, they're not going to be forced to do this crap. Well, how many of these people on the ventilators are forced to be on the ventilators because they caught the virus and you fucking people won't do anything to help it? Yeah, it sucks. The masks are itchy as fuck. I don't like wearing it, but I do it because it's the right thing to do. Honestly, I don't even realize it's there half the time anymore. Just on my face. It's the the hubris and the audacity of some people. It just really gets to me. In my anger, I feel like a lot of them trying to find ways to calm down but my anger gets the best of me sometimes because I'm just so frustrated by people and their lack of empathy for others it's uniquely American I feel sometimes I hope if you're listening to this whoever's listening to this I hope things get better for you. I hope things get better for your family. I hope that you have access to the vaccine before May 1st. And I hope, I hope you're hanging in there. I'm excited to see everyone again. I'm excited to restart my life. Thanks for listening. Foundation Radio is recorded and produced by Adam Barnard and Sam Kreps. Our intro and outro is produced by Dumb Ugly. Special thanks to Greg Mead, Joe Keen, Jeff Quinn, and Dr. Ruth Almy. Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at Foundation underscore radio. Find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Foundation Radio Pod. This has been a Foundation Radio production.